Hi, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Listen to this very, very short podcast from Richard Smith. You can find more about me over at therichardsmith.com. But today I want to be talking to you specifically if you are a small business startup that's about to start up, that has recently started up or is even thinking about starting up at some stage in the future. And I want to give you my very quick real-world overview for the things you should be doing and the things you should be starting to do if you are not currently in business yet. So some people have called this my startup training, some people have called it my startup doctoring or GP service and um, whatever you want to call it, this is my handful of snippets if you're a small business that's about to start up. There's always an issue here for small businesses when they are in the throes of moving forward. It's what is it you should do first? And very often that involves, when you think about getting the website set up, or sorting out a domain name, or it means focusing on getting your stationery right and your branding and working out what your logos are. And there's a whole list of things that most small business owners think they should be doing first. And the reality is you should be doing none of those first because none of those are important. All of those will come later. The three things you should focus on first are primarily what it is you do, what your competition is like, and what your pricing and their pricing is like and yours is going to be like. Now, it's not possible for you to even start thinking about marketing your business until you get those three things in place. More importantly, when you're considering those three things, you need to be focusing on this one issue. What is it? that you will do or do do or can do differently to the rest of your competition. Because quite simply, the marketplace is full of people that are doing or are planning to do exactly what it is you are doing. And in order to make sure your business, your small business is going to be successful, you need to be doing something different to all the rest. Now, it's not about pricing, um, although pricing is an issue because if you think that you've got a model where you can make and sell widgets cheaper than the currently established widget manufacturers in the marketplace, that may well be good. But as soon as you start to sell on price, you end up in a situation where you are doomed, as was proved with Woolworths. And now what all the stuff Woolworths used to sell is now sold at pound shops. That's right, for a pound. So there's several things that you need to be considering about. Pricing is important, but being the cheapest is not necessarily the be-all and the end-all. So to go back over those again, it's your competition, it's your pricing, and it's the rest of your marketplace, and what it is you will do differently. Those are the three things, or the four things, effectively, that you need to be considering before you even start to worry about all the rest of the pieces, but some pieces that you need to be focused on. So, let's have a little snippet for you in relation to your new business. Your internet domain names, before you go and spend a fortune on web design, you need to be focusing on a couple of little things. You need to get ownership of your name on the web, which is your domain name, and these can be registered very cheaply, you know, from a, a mil- many sources around around the internet. I suggest you go to a well-known uh, UK registrar, probably someone like One on One, or even to GoDaddy.com, for example. And your domain name needs to be two things. One, who you are, and that's normally your name, which is 
going to be, you know, for me, it's the Richard Smith. That's, you know, my, 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 one of my domain names. Uh, and if that's not available as richardsmith.com, you need to be creative by putting a the or a something in front of it or a hyphenating it to make sure that you own that little bit of real estate so that when people Google you, hopefully you're going to be findable. If you've got a name like Richard Smith, it's quite difficult because there's a darn lot of them out there. And the second domain name you need to register is what you do. So that means you're a widget manufacturer, widgetmanufacturer.com would be helpful. Widgetmanufacturer.co.uk, you're based in the UK, would also be very helpful. And you also need to be making sure that if you are going to register a limited company, then you register your domain name before you register your limited company. Obviously, you need to check they're both available because some guys out there that will go and steal your domain from you because Companies House makes the information available for new registrations public so that people can go and actually register your domain name. So there's a little snippet there for you. Now you need to do all of those things before you even spending start spending money and having conversations with accountants or solicitors in relation to the, the, the legal legal basis. Because quite simply, you may find if you can't get your pricing right, if you can't get if you can't take your competition on head to head, if you've not done any research to find out where your customers are going to come from, you won't need an accountant because you don't have a business. You may have a lifestyle, but you don't have a business. And so I would always suggest you leave off until later in the process finding an accountant and considering the overall structure of your business. You've got to work out exactly what your marketplace is in relation to your ideal selling process. What it is you're going to be selling and how are you going to be selling it? Where are your potential customers currently going to be buying from? These are the important things which it seems most small business owners don't actually do first. So from there on in, it's how you're going to be doing it. So once you've highlighted exactly who your competition are, who your marketplace is, and you've found the waterhole that your marketplace is drinking at, i.e. the places they're visiting so you can do some marketing to them, you then need to find out what it is um, they're going to be buying. For example, you may sell widgets, but they're not necessarily buying widgets. They're buying solutions to a problem, and you need to be working out exactly what the solution to that problem is because you cannot market to these potential customers until you know what problems you can solve. We don't buy accountancy services because we want an accountant. We buy accountancy services because we want to be protected from the inland revenue uh, should there be an investigation. We want to make sure we are not paying too much tax. We want to know that um, the uh, structure of our business is the most tax efficient that it can be. That's why we employ an accountant. We're not interested in an accountant for an accountant's sake. We only want him for the problems he can solve or the pain he can potentially stop me from having. And that's exactly the same with your small business or your startup business. And this is where so many people make a fundamental mistake. You need to be structuring your business around the problems you solve, not what it is you do. So the last little bit about finding your customers, which is absolutely vitally important. With any business, with any startup situation, you need to be looking at where it is you're going to be finding your customers from. Now, if you are a widget manufacturer or a widget seller, then you will know full well that your customers are out there somewhere. You need to be able to approach them. You need to be able to find them before you can approach them. You need to be uh, creating some form of pitch before you can even think about approaching them after you've found them. And so there's a whole load of things that you need to be focused on before you actually start to sell a single product or a single widget. And I would always suggest that if you're in a startup startup phase or pre-startup phase, you go and test this product. You go and test this sale before you've even before you've even got the product. If it's a product, so before you've even created the service, go and sell it. 
because that's the true test of any business. And so many business people plough a lot of money into businesses where there is no demand, where there is no profit. And those are the things that you obviously need to avoid. So, before I go, and before I finish this podcast, I just want to give you a very, very quick pitch for what I'm doing. We're currently offering to run some startup workshops across uh, the southeast, probably Sussex and Surrey, maybe even some, some in Kent, uh, for the first quarter of 2014. This is, will involve some startup workshops, outline some more of the things I've mentioned in this podcast, but in a lot more depth. We're also going to be providing some support and some guidance and some help and assistance across all these areas. So if you're a startup in the southeast, and we're not currently planning to roll this out across the country, but if there is demand there, we certainly will do. If you're a startup in the southeast and you're looking to get some advice and guidance about starting your own business and the best ways to do it, you know how to contact me, www.therichardsmith.com. Meanwhile, it just leaves me to wish you a very, very Christmas very, very Christmas, very Merry Christmas if you're listening to this uh, before the big man comes, or a Happy New Year uh, to you if you're listening to this podcast after the big man has arrived and the year is with us. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.